Hey everybody, welcome to the 757 Teams High School Football Chat. I'm Jamie Frankenberry. And I'm Larry Obama. The show is presented by our sponsor, Lionsbridge Financial Advisors, investing and planning for clients throughout Hampton Roads. Check them out at lionsbridgefinancial.com. So, Larry, we're here at the end of the regular season. We're going to get to the big games, especially the big game that could be number 100 for Oscar Smith after the break. But first, we're going to talk about last week's games, a game you saw, Kings yeah. Fork 20, Deep Creek 14. It took the Bulldogs overtime, but they stayed alive uh, and won it on Justin German's uh, quarterback keeper. Yeah, it, it was an impressive game for Kings Fork. You're going on the road, Deep Creek at senior night. Uh, Deep Creek's the number one right at that time, the number one rating team in that, in that uh, division. Uh, and Kings Fork went in there and played well. I mean, it, defensively, they really impressed me. Uh, they did some things both in the secondary as well as on the line that I thought was going to help them when they get ready for the playoffs. And Deep Creek has nothing to hold their heads down. I mean, they played well. They shut down Butts, Darren Butts, the running back at Kings Fork, and they played well. And it was just one of those games you need as you get ready for the playoffs to be tested. Yeah, Darren mm -hmm. Butts, who had led and still leads Southampton yeah. Roads in rushing, he only had 42 yeah. yards yeah. on the ground. So Justin German, the quarterback, yeah. uh, you know, they have some wide receiver. Sherrod Joe stepped mm -hmm. up, mm -hmm. and that offense showed a little bit of versatility. They really did. I liked also the play of uh, wide receiver Bobby Boone. He's a guy who two times during the game, he dropped one touchdown pass, and another one he dove and couldn't make the catch. But the, Scotty Little, the coach at Kings Fork, went right back to him for that big play that ended up it was a 70-something yard touchdown that ended up sending the game into overtime. Um, they, but, and Justin, Justin German showed really good poise in the, in the pocket. Uh, he ran when he needed to run. He threw when he needed to throw. Didn't try to, try to do too much because we know several times he's had some uh, interception problems. But this game, he really looked good, took command of the offense. And he did it without butts. So, like I said, they shut down butts, but German was able to lift them up. And I mean, it looked good. This is going to be this is a good win before you get ready for the playoffs. Yeah, that's right. The Bulldogs heading into a big showdown this yeah. week. We'll get to that in a few minutes. Lansdowne stays unbeaten. They come off a bye. They showed no ill effects of uh, taking a week off. They beat Tallwood 35 to seven. First time mm -hmm. that they are unbeaten this late in the season since 2004, mm -hmm. 2005. Lansdowne keeps winning, Larry. They do. I was talking to quarterback Brent Stooks, and he said the one thing about it is, yes, he's playing well. Yes, the running backs are running well, but he says it all happens because of that offensive line. He couldn't give uh, couldn't get enough credit to the offensive line who been blocking him, giving him time, opening up holes for him to be able to escape, as well as opening up holes for the running backs. And he says they've been the key to this season. Without them and them blocking and doing the things that they need to do and being consistent, you got to be consistent throughout. And I tell you, ever since I saw him play when they beat Ocean Lakes throughout this whole season, they look really tough, and now they can take that number one seed throughout home field. I mean, that's going to be crucial for them. Yeah, in Class 6, Region A, you know, L.J. Haskett, the running back, we haven't yeah. talked a lot about him. We've talked yeah. about Brent Stooks, Joe White, a lot of those guys, but L.J. Haskett had 155 yards on the ground. And, you know, that gives them a lot of versatility. Definitely. And then you got Victor Jones, who likes the power, he likes the, the power running. So that gives him that balance, balance of the, the quick back as well as that power back, which you're going to need when you get to the playoffs. Uh, when it gets cold, you're going to be able to run the ball. And having those two guys is going to definitely help the Eagles. Yeah, another team out in the Beach District that is really hot. They yeah. are 9-1. and one. That's the Ocean Lakes Dolphins. Yeah. 
Joe Jones and his team have a week off heading into the playoffs, but Ocean Lakes looks like they're ready for the playoffs. They do. The only game that we saw them, you know, that had a little, what do you call it, a mistake game was the game against Lanstown, and Lanstown had a lot to do with that. But I think now they're refocused, they're ready. Uh, you know, Coach Joe Jones, he's been saying the whole time, look, this is committed, rejuvenated, a redemption, all those different words he's been used throughout the season, and, and they look like it. They're ready to play. Yeah, Joe Jones is the coach at Ocean Lakes in his second season. They beat Princess yeah. Anne. Princess Anne had won four in a row, but this was a big test for the right. Cavaliers. We'll see if they can bounce back. Now the Dolphins are going to be at least third in the uh, region in uh, Class 6 Region A, so they're set up for at least one home game, maybe two home games. Right. I mean, that's a good thing. And uh, you know, all I got to do now is just keep winning. They're here. A lot of those players, this is what they wanted. They want to get to the tournament, I mean, get to the playoffs, have a good seed. They got it. Now they just get a roll after this. Yeah, so that's a little bit about last week. We're going to come back in just a minute and talk about the all-Tidewater watch and a little game on Friday between yeah, Oscar Smith yeah, and Kings Fork. We'll be right, after, right, uh, we'll be right back after this. You embody dedication, sacrifice, and commitment. You are an elite athlete. You know the difference superior coaching makes. Lions Bridge Financial Advisors is here to be your financial coach. We'll help you pack for your athletic journey by gathering a complete picture of where you are and where you want to go and by working with other trusted professionals on your behalf. Okay, everybody, welcome back. We're going to start the second half of the show with our Abe Goldblatt All Tidewater Watch. Last week we talked about running backs. This week we're going to talk about defense, and we got to start with mm. the guys who were number one and number two in your rankings in the class of 2018. Number one, an Ohio State commit from Bishop Sullivan Catholic. That's Taraja Mitchell, a linebacker. And number two is Keyshawn Artist, also a linebacker at Oscar Smith. Both of them are a beast. I mean, you look at what Mitchell has done against even those games that they lost, against those ranked teams, he was still has game. He played an incredible game. He's almost over 100 tackles this season, uh, fumble returns, uh, forced fumbles, interceptions. He can do it all. And no wonder that's why Ohio State wants him, and they got him now. So, I mean, he's just been phenomenal this season. They had an MVP-type caliber season. Yeah, Keyshawn Artis is not committed to a college. He's narrowed his list. He was number two on your uh, recruiting rankings. Now, he has really played well for a defense that has dominated this season, the Tigers. He's the quarterback on defense. He does the things. He you know calls the line, calls that need to be done. He fills those gaps. A lot of times he's drawing two and three players to him, which allows his teammates to be able to either you know knock the ball down, put the pressure on the quarterback. So he's a distract, but he's also making his plays. I mean, he knows every game he's going to have at least two or three guys coming after him. He's still making the plays. Yeah, we talked about Ocean Lakes. On defense, they have a guy named Javon Becton. He's a lineman who's committed to Georgia. Now, he's a defensive lineman, but he's played a little bit on <laughs> offense, hasn't he, the last few weeks? Yeah, I know he scored three touchdowns on offense last week. The game they, when they played against Lanstown, he had a, a reception for a touchdown, and he ran one in for a touchdown. So his versatility, I mean, he's a big guy who's very athletic um, and can do some things. And I, you know, I look forward to seeing what he does when he gets into the next level in college. Yeah, he's uh, committed to Georgia, and he has played really well for that Ocean Lakes team yeah. that's 9-1. and one. Now, you saw a couple of guys last week yes. worthy of some all-Tidewater consideration. Those are guys at Kings Fork mm -hmm. and Deep Creek. I love uh, Sam Dunn, uh, defensive end, played really, really well. He had a, a he deflected a pass and intercepted it to set up one touchdown. And he was just active. The other thing about, I like about him, he also plays wide receiver. So he's got the speed, again, the athleticism, just like uh, Beckton. I, I like him. I also like Terrell Hart, a linebacker, who's just really active, and he brings a lot of emotion to that team. And I can't forget about, i got to mention, Trayshawn Mitchell, uh, Taraji's little brother, That's right. who's also got several offers already, even though he's only a sophomore. I mean, here's a kid who's definitely going to be some big things, so I look forward to that. And then with Deep Creek, I mean, you can't, every game, you watch number four, Antonio Turner, 
every time I talk about Deep Creek and to the opposing coaches, they always mention that number four, that number four, big guy, athletic, can play linebacker or move to the defensive end. Um, he's got some offers already, and I expect him to get a lot more by the time the end of the season comes, but he's one to watch out. Number four, Deep Creek can't miss him. Yeah, that's right. So now it's time to talk about the game of the week. Yeah. That's Oscar Smith at Kings Fork. Oscar Smith has only won 99 consecutive games in the Southeastern District. Larry, will it get to 100 this week in Suffolk against Kings Fork? I think it will. And um, I talked to um, Tigers coach Scott Johnson this week, and he, one of the things he said is, this is a business trip for us. You guys, meaning the media, are the ones making all the attention. For us, this is another game. And you think that, you think, oh, yeah, 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 but you think about it. The guy who was, who, you know, you had Bill D before that, who didn't really talk about the streak, and then the one who started the streak, Richard Morgan. For him, it was business as usual. This is a business trip for them into Suffolk. They're just trying to be 1-0 and throughout the week. And the players talk about that. You know these players don't want the streak to end with them. 100, that's a huge milestone. They want to finish it off. You know, you talk to players like Kyle Thomas, uh, the defensive lineman. He talks about the pride that they have in this streak. This is a huge game for them, but they also realize this game, does it, they're trying to get the state title. And I think this game is one that they're ready for, and it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, the Tigers are 32-0 and against Suffolk teams during that streak. Kings Fork opened after the streak started, so the Bulldogs have never beaten Oscar Smith. But Kings Fork, you know, they have yeah. some versatility. We talked about Darren Butts. They've mm-hmm. got a good quarterback, some good receivers. So they're going to have to mix it up, I think, to make this uh, streak end at 99. You got You can't be one-dimensional against Oscar Smith. If you're one-dimensional against Oscar Smith, they're going to just they're going to destroy you. They're going to continue to just to pound you until you do something different. Different. The key to this game, I think, is if Kings Fork is going to win this game, they have to be able to run the ball a little bit more with uh, Darren Butts, and German has got to not make no mistakes, no inceptions. And you're talking about some very good defensive backs for Oscar Smith. If they can do that, they could pull off the upset, and it's going to be senior night for them, and, you know, a home game, final home game. They want the streak. They want to end the streak. And they've come close a couple of times before, so this is going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be a good one. Yeah, it should be a really good one. On offense, Oscar Smith has some question marks right. in the backfield. You know, uh, D'Angelo White is injured. He suffered a knee injury last week. What's his status heading into Friday's game? As of today, right now, they're still waiting. Um, he had some swelling. The swelling went down. He's feeling better with each day. Um, I think it's going to be a game-time decision. I, I don't think he's going to play, but you never know. I mean, he wants his game bad as well. But if he can't go, they got another great running back in Khalid Wilson, who leads the team in touchdowns, in fact, with uh, eight, 13. And, I mean, he's a very powerful back. And they got a lot of other guys, too. Uh, Kayvon Watson. They, I mean, they got other weapons. So it's not just D'Angelo, but you'd like to have him, especially – um, you know, going into the playoffs, you want to make sure that he's okay. So we'll see what happens. If he's not able to go, they'll have enough offensive power to at least score a couple of touchdowns, and that's all they need with the defense that they play. Yeah, now that game has big playoff implications. Yeah. One game that doesn't, but is still intriguing nonetheless. First Colonial, 1-8 and eight against Kempsville, 0-9. Oh Kempsville hopes to break a streak. They have lost 45 consecutive games since 2013. Mm. Larry, I know you talked to yeah. Coach Nick Migas and the Chiefs. What's yeah. the mood this week? Well, I tell you, the seniors, I talked to Terrell Nicholson and Napoleon Wells, two seniors who have not won a game in their high school career, and they talk about, hey, this is for pride. You know, we come out here every single day, haven't been able to get the win, but they're still not down. You know, they're, they're, they feel motivated. And they figure, you know, uh, look, First Colonial's like won their first game last week, so we might have a chance. And that's all you need. It's going to be senior night there as well. Uh, their last game for a lot of these players that they'll ever play ever again, there's a chance to be able to play for pride. Who knows what might happen? Yeah, that's right. You know, we have another team. Great Bridge is also winless, so they play Friday night against Lakeland. We'll right. see how that goes. Some other big games this week. Lanstown at Cox. Yeah, that's yeah, a big yeah. game in the Beach District. Cox fighting for some playoff positioning. And Tallwood at Bayside. Larry, <laughs> these teams, you know, you win this game, you're in. 
You lose, you may not be in. What do you think about Tallwood Bayside? It's going to be a good game. I mean, Bayside is now playing like the team we saw in the beginning of the season when they beat Cox. Then they had a little week, well, up and down, up and down, up and down. Are they now up? That's the key. But Tallwood, they look good as well. I mean, Tallwood, I saw them when they beat Cox a few, few weeks ago. The defense played well. The running back was doing well. They were passing. Everything was going well. So this is a big game to see. And whether you win or lose, you want to make sure you have that momentum going into the playoffs, doing things the right way. So we'll see what happens in that one. Yeah, we'll see. So thanks again to our sponsor, Lionsbridge Financial Advisors. You can check them out at lionsbridgefinancial.com. Don't forget to pick up the pilot on Friday for our, our predictions. We don't want to ask Larry about those. Those haven't gone too well this season for him. No. You also can check out uh, Twitter at 757Teams Friday for updates from the big game and all the games in Southampton Roads. That'll do it for this week. Thanks for joining us.